Hey, writers, join our first draft weekly writers club. We meet every Tuesday from 12 to 1 Eastern time. For more information, go to writingclassradio.com and click on the classes tab. Hey, everyone, I'm Allison Langer, and this is Writing Class Radio. On this podcast, you'll hear true personal stories from the students in our class and learn a little bit about how to write your own stories. I'm Andrea Askowitz. Together, we produce this podcast, which is equal parts heart and art. By heart, we mean the truth in a story. By art, we mean the craft of writing. No matter what's going on in our lives, writing class is where we tell the truth. It's where we work out our shit. (laughs) That's how Allison always says it. Okay, there's no place in the world like writing class, and we want to bring you in. This is episode 55. The Andrea Show. Okay, it's not as bad as it sounds. Andrea is my co-producer and a co-host, and she's been writing an essay a week since the day she turned 50. So in the stories we'll bring you in this series, I've been Andrea's primary editor, and I'm dying to share the process with you. Um, Why? Well, because... (laughs) Why? You ask why? I'll tell you why. (laughs) Tell me. No, I do. Why? No, seriously. She takes edits way better than I do. Oh, good. This is the fifth story of eight in the series. Um, Before we get into the edits, I want Andrea to read her piece. This is a letter. (laughs) A letter you wish you could write. Here's Andrea reading her letter to her next door neighbor. Dear Yvette, I noticed you planted a hedge on the swale between your swale and our swale. I noticed you didn't plant a hedge on the other side, which makes this hedge feel very aggressive. Also, you have to admit, your lawn is awkward now. I also noticed you positioned tiny flags along the street line, lest anyone park on your lawn. The thing is, the swale's not your lawn, and you should know this better than anyone, since it has only been one week since you called the City of Coral Gables Code Enforcement Hotline about the political sign we pitched on our swale, which, according to Code Enforcement, is lawn that belongs to everyone. Vicky told me she was going to gather up your smug little flags and shove them up your ass. (laughs) But I told her that wouldn't be polite, that the right thing to do was to discuss this with you which is why I'm writing this letter. I don't need to rehash all of our disputes over the years, like the time you called code enforcement over our fallen shingle, or the time you called because you were sure I trained my dog to poop only on your swale, or the time I put my empty Huggies box on the garbage pile at 11 a.m. when I was supposed to wait until 6. I just want to say that I wish you had mentioned your dislike of Huggies boxes on the curb before you called your friends at City Hall. That would have saved me the $500 fine. But I see your point. Putting garbage out at any old time could bring down our property values. Speaking of appearances, please forgive me for running over there without even putting on shoes and a bra. When I came home all overheated, Vicky said, Andrea, your nipples are showing. Speaking of my wife, I also know it makes you uncomfortable to be living next to a couple of lesbians. I hate to gossip, but your cleaning lady told Mrs. Wiseman's cleaning lady, who told Mrs. Wiseman, who told me. With the gay guys on the corner and now us, you must feel like Caligula Avenue is turning into the gay ghetto. Queer coincidence, isn't it? (laughs) I want you to know, I refuse to believe homosexuality would bother you or anyone in our neighborhood, especially with South Beach 20 minutes away. 
I had just spent several years living in Los Angeles and developed a very lovely and skewed vision of the world. And that's why I convinced Vicky when we first moved in to go door to door to introduce ourselves. That was eight years ago now. Can you believe how time flies? My son had just turned one. He was in his stroller and my daughter, just six, was on her scooter. Sorry again that she rolled over your touch-me-nots. The flowers your yard man replanted the next day grew back nicely. I know you have a little girl too. When we came to the door, she was in the shower. We thought, what a shame. So we did our rounds and came back. You said she was still in the shower. She must have been a very dirty girl. I have caught glimpses of her over the years when I'd hear the thud thud of her volleyball and peer over the iron gates. She's quite a player. And she was very cute in her Catholic girl uniform with the little pleated skirt. Sorry, that may have sounded creepy. It may not be my place to inform you that your daughter may have taken up drinking. But since we're chatting, my son... (laughs) This is so weird. Okay. But since we're chatting, my son spotted a pile of empty bottles not very well buried just on your side of the fence. Anyway, I've been thinking about what you said about the Huggies box. First Huggies boxes, then mattresses, and soon our property values are in the toilet because our neighborhood looks like Hialeah. Let's face it, we all know that when you say Hialeah, you really mean Cuban ghetto. I know I don't need to tell you this, but that's not a nice thing to say, especially coming from a Chilean. Of course you know I'm a gringa, but Vicky, who's Venezuelan, can tell by your accent that you're Chilean. She has schooled me on the caste system here in Miami, And I know that Chileans think they're better than everyone else, pure European. I also know that Colombians, Venezuelans, and Argentinians think they're better than everyone else. The Cubans think they're top dogs, and by pure numbers, you got to admit they are. But I know as well as you do, if you're not Cuban, the last thing you want is to be mistaken for a Cuban. Speaking of mistakes, my Huggies box was a big one. And while I agree that Huggies boxes can lead to mattresses and that mattresses on the curb aren't pretty, I've come to the conclusion that mattresses are not the reason for our falling property values. Before we moved here from Coconut Grove, which you rightly said is filled with hippies, everyone said, don't move to Coral Gables. Naturally, I asked why, and everyone said, and this is not nice, but I'm only repeating what I was told, neighbors in Coral Gables snitch like Cubans. I didn't believe it, but when you snitched on me, it got me thinking about property values. This may surprise you, but just a few years ago, when we were house shopping, houses in Coral Gables were 20% cheaper by square foot than the houses in Coconut Grove. How is that possible? Well, I've come to conclude that property values are dropping in our neighborhood because of our neighbors. We have to do something. Together, we can make a difference. Let's bring neighbor back to neighborhood. Yvette, how about it? We're hosting a block party next Saturday at 5, and we'd love for you to come. I thought we could learn a little something about our street name's history, so we rented an outdoor projector, and we'll be showing Caligula, the movie. We hope to see you and to finally meet your daughter. Love, your neighbor, Andrea. So this story uses the epistolary form of storytelling. It's a story in the form of a letter. And this form is so intimate 
because it feels like the narrator is speaking to you. We talked about that on one of our episodes, and it's really cool because we learn so much about this narrator through this letter, and that is magical because we don't realize we're being told a whole story here, and we learn about her, and we learn about the narrator and the narrator's family, and it's just, it's really cool. I remember when you sent this to me, and I was like, oh my God, it's perfect. I did not have one edit. Do you think it's mean? No, and I love how it's it ends with bringing neighbors back neighbor back to neighborhood because you're you're not it's not a rant it is a rant but it's not because she ends with like how about a host well, you're come to our party and that's why you love this narrator right but you've been i've lived next door to people who put their trash out too early and you're like oh god you know it's a pain it's ugly and it blows around and the whole thing but i would never rat anybody out i would knock on the door if i had a problem with it and be like hey i don't know our neighbors are different <laughs> Yeah, I've gone over there so many times and asked her to just talk to me. I have. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, so aside from the real, like, life part of this story, the heart part or whatever, the art is perfect. I thought both were perfect, you know? And we could talk about fucked up neighbors all day long. (laughs) But I just love the way this was written. There were no unnecessary words. We get why it's happening. Um, We get why she's writing it. And I just loved it. And I'm so glad we could share that story, that you share that with with our listeners. Thank you. Yeah. Um, All right. So thanks, Andrea, for sharing that story. And thank you guys for listening. Writing Class Radio is produced by Virginia Laura, Andrea Askwitz, and me, Allison Langer. Theme music by singer-songwriter Justina Chandler. Additional music by Poddington Bear. Writing Class Radio is sponsored by and recorded at the Launchpad at the University of Miami. There's more writing class on our website, writingclassradio.com including video classes, stories to study, and editing resources. If you love this show and enjoy all the extras on our website, hit the support us button. A new episode will drop every Wednesday, so look for us. There's no better way to understand ourselves and each other than by writing and sharing our stories. Everyone has a story. What's yours? So that we, I had a lot of conversation back and forth with people about what's a swale. Really? People I don't know what a people, swale is? No, I don't think it's they the did. It's the city-owned part of your property that's close to the street. Swale. Yeah, exactly. No. So someone wrote on, like, Twitter, all swale that ends swale. <laughs> <laughs> Which, now I can't read this without thinking about it. Okay. okay. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at ivisonvoice.com slash podcast.